Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today. And again, this morning it's all about people who inspire. Donald Lawrence is a Grammy Award-winning songwriter, producer, composer, and music director. His groundbreaking work in both gospel and secular music continues to inspire millions around the world. It's my pleasure to welcome gospel, inspirational music great Donald Lawrence to the show. Good morning, Donald. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's such an honor to have you with me. Um, I'm such a huge fan of what you do, your music and things like that. But I feel like before I even ask you anything about you, I follow you on social media, and I feel like I need to ask you about your dog. How's your dog doing, man? You post about your dog. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. It's funny because everyone asks me about my dog. She has her own little, she's like a little <laughs> star, I guess, because it's always a topic of conversation. Um, she's, well, I'm actually traveling. I had to come to Nashville for meetings. So she's with her sitter. I found, finally found a sitter that she absolutely loves and she will go straight to him (laughs) without, you know, looking back before that, it was very tough, but she's good living her life. (laughs) Living her best life. (laughs) (laughs) Now you spent some very important years here in Cincinnati. Tell us about, for those that may not know, what brought you here to Cincinnati? Um, I, yeah, I spent, um, very important years. I think it was probably my coming of age years. Um, I came to Cincinnati for the Cincinnati Conservatory of Music. Um, I auditioned and I got in their musical theater um, program, which specifically at that time was probably the number one musical theater program in the world. Mm. Um, so it was really, really extensive competition and very hard to get in. Actually, they would probably, take in about eight to 10 people a year. And you would have about at least a good five to 700, you know, applying and auditioning. So it was almost like getting casted for a show to get into that particular department. So anyway, I did get in and I came there and it was really, I think it was my first time away from home. The trip to the audition was my only, was my second time even taking, being on an airplane. Um, and the first was just the day before because I did auditions in New York. So that whole weekend was my first time flying, doing anything, you know. So, um, yeah, it was really, really cool. But definitely coming to Cincinnati, I created a new home for myself because, again, it was my first time away from home and all of, all those things. Okay, so what's your fondest memory of living here or being here of Cincinnati? I have quite a few great memories. Okay, um, good. Definitely um, me connecting with some great friends. I'm great friends with now at, at while I was there on the UC campus and CCM doing um, Sing Hallelujah at the Cincinnati Playhouse in the park, being the, the director for Hannah Roby, the UC Gospel Choir, being minister of music in New Jerusalem, being the minister of music at Southern Baptist and wow. taking them and teaching them theater and us one Easter packing out the fellowship hall and doing a presentation of um, your arms too short to box of God, working with FIC, having my own group there, um, the voices. So it, I have a lot of Cincinnati members. I honestly hadn't been there in a long time until recently when I came for the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra and I forgot how much community I have there. It just, I just don't know. I, I mean, and, and there are people, some of the people I do still continue to talk to. Oh yeah. Also Rodney Posey and working with him as well as um, the, um, the choral union, um, the Cincinnati choral union, all of those, we just became family. So I, I had 
I feel like I almost have as much community there as I have in North Carolina, where I'm from. And I was trying to ask myself, why is that? It was really, again, like coming of age. It was a time where I you know, Southern Baptist at that particular time was was really a mega church. And I didn't do that where I came from. So it was also just that body of people that I would see every Sunday, along with all the other things that I did inside the city. I didn't do that prior to coming to Cincinnati because I was still so young, you know. I, um, so it was when I really started be, being, I guess, more in the local scene a lot. And I just built a lot of community that a lot of them I still stay in touch with. Okay. So I have to ask you this now, earlier in your career, you worked with one of my personal favorite singers, Stephanie Mills. Um, you worked with her, you were a music director for a number of years. What's some of, what are some of the most important things you learned um, working with her during those years in your career? Um, Stephanie had a big impact on my career. Um, one of the things that I think we connected to was, well, first of all, I worked for right after coming out of school at CCM and I was in musical theater. So her pedigree was Broadway. So I was mm-hmm. kind of, we kind of connected there. But one of the things I learned about working with her as, a, as an artist um, and being her music director was the attention to detail. I think I was always like that a little bit, but I became more and paid more attention to detail. And the whole idea of being someone's music director is to take their album and reproduce it live so that when people come to their shows, they sound just like the album live because the fans want that. So I was a very, I learned to really be a stickler about details and to make sure that the show was the same show every night, a different experience every night, but musically and technically the same show every night. It's made me like that. And it's made me like that as an artist. So people that come and work with me, I give them no margin of error for it not to be the same every time. You know, I said, we give everybody a different experience, but musically and technically I needed to be this because this is what people have heard on the album. This is people want to go. They want to sing along. They want to know that there's something about the way you sang this line right here that does something to them and they're waiting on it. And people don't really realize like that, but I said music leaves neurological maps. So when you change that just too much, you messed with the memory that they're looking forward to revisiting. And I learned that from being out on the road with them amongst other things, just my ability to work with sound people, working with the, the, the great sound people she had, touring, how to really tour, the logistics of that, how to budget it out, how to, you know, just move um, 25 or 30 people. I learned a lot of stuff from being her musical director. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, all morning long, we're talking to people that inspire on the phone with me is gospel music legend, singer, songwriter, producer, composer, music director, Donald Lawrence. Now, Donald, how reflective is your music in terms of your personal journey, your life? When you write, do you base it on your personal journey, your personal experiences? I think it's my journey, but it's also friends' journeys. Because sometimes I write based on my experiences and I write based on something I've watched some of my friends go throw or accomplish. So it's a, it's through a multiple lenses, not just my lens. I think that when you songwriters just write about life, whether it's your life or life that you see is happening. And I always tell people life is always speaking. So you should never really run out of anything to write because life is always speaking. If you pay attention. Mm, there you go. Now let's talk about mm-hmm. uh, in terms of gospel music, Christian music. Do you think it gets mm-hmm. the recognition and the respect it deserves? 
I think that in certain areas it does, but what see it be more appreciated as an art form and less so much about religion. And I'm a Christian and I'm very much about ministry, but I try to make people know like, yo, gospel music is an art form too. We have a pedigree. We didn't just wake up and have a, just a, a big thing that came from heaven. All of a sudden we could do what we do. These people spent time in choir rehearsals from kids up. That's why they sing so well. That's why when I can hear a song, I can dissect it real quick and teach it in no time. Um, you know, it's just that I always say that the church, the, the, the gospel choir is like a, a non-accredited conservatory that has given us the greatest singers, musicians in the world. And it the people didn't come from the church or the church choir. The people that inspired them came from the church choir, which made them be who they were. So you can't talk about Whitney or Aretha or Ray Charles or Little Richard's influence on rock and roll. Was that a start? Just it all came from that. It's a very much a non-accredited conservatory that has given us some of the greatest talent in the world. And again, this morning, we're talking to those that inspire. On the phone with me now is singer, songwriter, composer, music director, Donald Lawrence. Now, let's talk about one of your biggest hits. One of my favorite songs by Donald Lawrence is Encourage Yourself. It was such a huge hit. What was the inspiration behind that song? And as a songwriter, where did that song come from? Trying to remind everybody about the power of words. We wait so many times for people to validate us. And I wanted people to understand that God gave us a power um, to validate our own self. David encouraged himself in the Lord. And I want to encourage yourself to definitely speak to that individual who's having a low day, that's waiting on somebody to do something for them and to tell them this, or to say, hey, you are good, go do this, or to make them go chase a dream. I'm like, yo, some days you got to wake up and look at yourself and say, I'm great. I look great. I feel great. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be my biggest supporter. And I think it's power in that and to realize that as we speak to ourselves, we speak to our world. And you can always tell what someone is, how someone is speaking to themselves based on their world. And I really wanted to encourage people that a lot of times I, t- I like to write not in first person, but in second person, because it allows me to be a thought leader, a teacher and speak to you and give you things to live by, you know, so as um, Donald Lawrence, as a musician, as a singer, a songwriter, what's the most rewarding part of doing what you do? I think the most rewarding part is encouraging people that when I see people, when people hit me and say, you have no idea how this lyric or this song got me through my week. I was giving up. I was about to, you know, just get rid of my life. I was shutting it down. And all of a sudden, Something you said or a line you wrote or this song, it just did something to me. It brought me back. And I think that's the power of music and that's the power of a lyric. And that's the power of being intentional, what you have to say, what you want to say to people. So I think those are really, really, um, that those are life changing. And again, this morning, we're speaking to Grammy Award winning gospel artist Donald Lawrence. Now, I know you're always working on new things. Donald, what can we expect from you in the near future? Well, I did a tribute to um, Twinkie Clark. I went back and grabbed an album that she released in 1980, 1981, and I did it from scratch. It's a very passion artistic project for me because I wanted to take people back, like almost on an audio journey. So it's almost like an audio biopic. I redid the album from the start, live musician 
musicians trying to recreate 80s sonics and and, and vocals and the approach. And I used that and just redid the whole entire album as a tribute to her. It's, a, it's part of her solo series, which a lot of people don't know her solo work, but I think it's probably some of her best work. And um, that releases on um, September 15th. And um, it was fun doing that. So it's really, really cool. Got some features on it. Um, I'm also working on the McDonald's Inspirational Celebration Gospel Tour. I've been a music supervisor for that for the last six, seven years. That starts up next month in September as well. I'm doing quite a few um, live concerts with um, symphonies around the country. The Alabama Symphony, Buffalo Symphony, Baltimore, possibly the Baltimore Symphony. Um, of course, I just recently did the Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra. We had an incredible time. It was a sold out show. I took my last album, Goshen, which Deliver Me went gold, certified gold. I took that and I, it was a prequel, kind of. It was the, the album before the piece. I created a live dance theater piece to that, that we're still working on, that we're looking to mount really, really soon. We were originally were mounting it in Chicago with, in conjunction with Broadway Chicago, but that was 2020. So, you know, 2020 just shut down all things. So we got to kind of pick that back up. I'm always doing multiple things, whether it's records, whether it's theater, whether it's live event, um, even possibly some some TV and film things in the future, near future. You know, so it, for me, it's just all about art and all about empowering people, being what I call like a thought leader with very much a spiritual path and a Christian path and just um, showing people what you can do with your art. All right. Well, with that, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, Donna Lawrence, for taking time to talk to us. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, how can they find out more? Um, yeah, they could go to DonaldLawrence.com. On my IG is at Donald Lawrence. On Threads is at Donald Lawrence. Facebook is Donald Lawrence Music for my my more big business page or just Donald Lawrence, my personal page. I'm Twitter at Donald Lawrence. Thank you so much, Donald. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking to Grammy award-winning artist Donald Lawrence. Well, that's it for this edition of Sunday Morning Magazine people who inspire for more information on our guests or anything that you may have missed follow us on social media instagram and twitter at rodney lear on air or facebook at sunday morning magazine with rodney lear on facebook like follow and share there i'm rodney lear until next week be encouraged